Welcome back to the Self-Care Bestie Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burse, LCSW. And before we get started today, I want to let you know that I am offering a free five-day anxiety-reducing email course on my website, selfcarebestie.com. It's five emails, five days to quickly get the most effective skills to overcome stress, overwhelm, and anxiety, to avoid burnout, and it's specifically going to be tailored to your anxiety triggers. It's going to be an amazing experience to just de-stress and get rid of your worries. So check it out at selfcarebestie.com. Now today we're going to be talking about a call to mindfulness for moms. So when I first began to study mindfulness, one of my immediate thoughts was, this is great, but how does mindfulness work for moms? Being a mom, after all, is my most important job and one that I just knew mindfulness would help me with, but I wasn't sure how. So a brief Google search helped me to stumble upon the work of Dr. Shafali Sabari, and in particular, her book entitled The Awakened Family. Now, Dr. Shafali's work is based primarily around the idea that we as parents become more aware of our own inner child and inner struggles. And as we do that, we can stop parenting from a place of reaction to those emotions and parent the unique child or children right in front of us. It's so easy to forget, but we, we, we forget that our children are their own people and they're not us. They don't have the same fears and experiences that we had growing up as children. So often, honestly, we let our own tribulations and traumas from growing up dictate how we parent when in reality, what our kids really need is for us to be as attuned to them as possible, just as they are each and every day. Mindfulness and self-awareness are powerful parenting tools to be sure, but recently, as you know, we have been thrown back into the foster care roller coaster before I was ready aka before my perfectly laid out plan, which has caused me in recent months to forget some of the other benefits of mindfulness for moms. Now, as I began to receive nasty emails from my kids' bio mom, I began to worry more. As we were assigned yet another new social worker, I began to worry more. As I heard less and less from anyone at DCF or our daughter's lawyer, I began to worry more. And all this worrying came And it just sat there and was happening below the surface of my consciousness. And I honestly really didn't see it affecting my day-to-day life very often until one night, the other night a few weeks ago, or actually early morning, my husband noticed I was wide awake at 4 a.m. What's wrong? He whispered. I can't sleep. I'm worried about what the social worker said today when she brought the baby home from her visit. He was like, what did she say? (laughs) I was like, she said they had a really good visit and that she was surprised how well her mom did with her. And he was like, okay. (laughs) And I was like, well, that makes me worry that we're not going to be able to adopt her. And my dear husband said, Kathleen, she didn't say we couldn't adopt her. All she said was that it was one good visit. There's so much more to this situation. And then it hit me. I just got CBT'd by my husband. So cognitive behavioral therapy is the main way that I teach people to overcome anxiety. And it's a lot of CBT in that anxiety reducing email course I just told you about. But I can honestly assure you that even those of us fully versed in the treatment of anxiety can find ourselves letting our worries have a little too much power in our lives. The good news is When you're fully versed in the treatment of anxiety and return to what you know, you practice what you preach again and again and again. 
So the next day I actually did some of the CBT and mindfulness modules in my online course, Fear Less. Yes, I took some, some of my own advice in my own course that I use to help women overcome stress and anxiety. I made room for journaling and meditation in my day and in making space for stillness, I had an epiphany, which shouldn't surprise me because that's when epiphanies usually happen, right? This thought came into my head. Am I living life so scared of losing what I have that I'm not spending any time enjoying what I have? And I think it's so easy for women, but especially for mamas, to let those pesky what-ifs creep in and take over our thought life. But when we do this, we miss the magic of what's happening in our beautiful, messy, chaotic lives right now. And even if life feels a little too messy and chaotic, which I totally feel, it's still beautiful because it's here and it's ours. It's ever-changing. And right now, it's like this. And worrying it away is a huge waste of that gift. So to get myself back on track, I breathed deeply for a while and I prayed, help me to enjoy the blessings of this day without worrying whether or not they will be here tomorrow. And then I brought myself back to the present moment again and again and again throughout the rest of the day. Back to the toy covered floor, back to playing in the yard, back to the deep blue eyes of my little daughter. Today, she's here. Today, I'm here. Today, moment by moment, is all we really have, my friends. So this episode is mostly a reminder for me, but hopefully also for you to stay mindfully present in it. Let's readjust when we notice our worries taking up too much space. No one is immune to anxiety, that is for sure. But knowing what to do with it when we experience it will allow us to spend more time living and less time fixated on the what ifs that seek only to steal our joy. So I am wishing you the very best today. I hope that you have a peaceful rest of the day. And I wanna let you know that if you wanna learn the exact CBT and mindfulness strategies that I teach inside Fear Less, you can check out the course for yourself at fearlesscourse.com. Have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you soon.